everybody. Welcome back to Paltry Squabbles. It's been a couple weeks. Or one week. I don't it's remember. Been one, well, it's technically been two weeks. We skipped one week, so it has been two weeks since we last spoke. Uh, whoops. Yeah, I just... I, I, I am apologize, everybody. My work has been kicking my ass. Oopsie daisies. Yeah, I've been on 12-hour days and some Saturdays, so I just can't. It's it's a it's a yikes. Yeah, I've honestly had a pretty busy schedule too. So we're just going to get this uh in the upfront in the intro. Uh we're probably going to move to bi-weekly at least for a little bit. We'd like to return to weekly at some point, but right now our schedules are just too hectic to do that reliably. Uh, bi-weekly will give us more time to record and edit, and I think that will be very good for us and help us continue to put out episodes and come up with more topic ideas between them. Please send topic ideas to paltrysquabble <laughs> at gmail.com. I knew you were going to throw that in. Um, so yeah, that's our that's our big beginning of episode announcement. We're switching to bi-weekly officially since we've basically been doing that for a few weeks now. Hopefully we'll be back to weekly soon. It kind of depends on what our schedules are looking like. We'll keep you updated. Absolutely. But we do still post sometimes things on Twitters. We do. And you can find us there at Paltry Squabbles. Hell yeah. Well, it's been a while since we've done a topic, Alex. What's what's a topic? So I'm drinking some juice. Give it a nice Apparently. big old sip. Oh, yeah. Nice sip of juice. I thought you. I thought you went to get tea. Is it leaf juice? I guess it's leaf juice, or like spice juice. My roommate happened to be getting food as I was going out there, and uh, he had an extra strawberry lemonade that he gave me. And lemonade is a type of juice. I was gonna say. I was gonna argue that is lemonade a juice? Eh, it's got lemon juice in it, so. Indirectly, I mean that 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 depends. Are you getting a proper lemonade or one of those like shitty shitty bad lemonades that actually don't have any juice? Well, it's got real strawberries in it, so it's probably a proper one. Uh, real strawberries are kind of fun to suck through a straw and crunch down on. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, I just looked up his lemonade a juice. Uh, consider lemonade more like a sugar sweetened drink. Yes, but it contains lemon juice, and therefore I am, through the effort of drinking lemonade, also drinking lemon juice. Is the lemonade you have, is it like a commercial lemonade? Or is it like a made one at home? It's, I don't know, it's from some restaurant called Charlie's. Okay, so yeah, I assume, because according to Google... It says that commercial lemonade is typically only about 15% lemon juice. Doesn't matter the percent as long as it's at least above zero. I'm drinking (laughs) juice. I don't think that's... (laughs) Not, not, you know, I'm, I'm deciding. It's not, lemonade is not a juice. Lemonade isn't a juice, but it contains a juice. And so by drinking lemonade, you are drinking juice through the transitive property. I that's bullshit, Alex, and you know it. It's not. On I I shit you not, Blaine. I'm not bullshitting you. This is something I legitimately believe. This isn't. I'm not playing goof them up on the podcast. Um, <laughs> if you're drinking lemonade, you are thereby drinking lemon juice. Lemonade is not in of itself lemon juice, but if you're drinking lemonade, as long as it's real and not made from powder, blah 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 blah, you are drinking lemon juice. You're mostly drinking sugar. <laughs> sure, but you're also drinking lemon juice with every sip. Alex, just because you add an ounce of piss into a glass of water, that doesn't mean you're drinking piss. It absolutely means you're drinking piss. <laughs> it's very diluted piss. If anything, you're just drinking now the piss of someone a little bit more hydrated than you were. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're wrong that incorrect 
I don't know why. I don't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> the, the point of this whole thing was, uh, what's your favorite juice, Blaine? Uh, this is the easiest decision of my life, and that is orange juice. Ugh. I mean, orange juice is pretty good. But I'm... it's the best juice. No, it's a not... nice cold glass, a nice cool glass of juice during breakfast. <sighs> uh uh-uh. uh It's got to be mm-hmm. apple juice though. That shit is bomb. Get one with a little bit of cinnamon in it. Ooh, get an apple cider. That's pretty good too. That's got apple juice in it. Uh, no, that's terrible, Alex. Oh right, you I... hate cinnamon because you're dumb. No, I don't dislike cinnamon, Alex. I dislike fake cinnamon. Eh, close enough. Artificial. No, it's not, Alex. There's a huge distinct flavor difference. One tastes like ass, and the other tastes like deliciousness. I will eat a big old spoonful of cinnamon if it didn't kill me. Y- don't Would do it. it. Kill me? It, it could. Like, likely not. But if you coughed and then gasped in too much cinnamon... That could cause some issues. What if I snort a cinnamon? Oh, snorting cinnamon? Eh. I don't know. Give it a shot. Apparently you don't like it when I huff cinnamon. Yeah, huffing cinnamon doesn't sound like a good idea. Admittedly, neither does snorting it. Yeah, I I, I just googled huffing cinnamon. It just comes up with the cinnamon challenge. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Anyway, continuing forward, grape juice is another contender, but I think apple juice really takes the cake. I oh, I do love some grape juice, both white and purple. I mean, I enjoy me some grape juice. That's fine on my part. How come but... the green grapes make white grape juice? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it is a shade of green, honestly. It is, and yet they call it white grape. Because you're not going to call it green juice. Absolutely, you should call it green juice. No. I don't remember the last time I had just straight up grape juice. I've had grape and cranberry mixed together a couple of times from Welch's. It's been a Are long, they 100% long juice? time since. Oh, I think so. I was looking it up. Okay, it's saying it's 100% juice. And why would they ever lie? Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite juice company that you buy your juice? Not particularly, no. My favorite is the V8 juice. Oh, they got good smoothies. I don't care about their smoothies. I care about their juice. Not their, like, tomato juice. Gross. Terrible. But, like, their mango peach shit. Oh, love me some juice. Oh, yeah, those are the... I thought those were the smoothie ones. No. Oh. Well, either way. I'm pretty sure sh- I'm pretty sure they're just separate things altogether. But Alex, I I hate apple juice. Why? It is the worst kind of juice. Like literally terrible to me. Do do you hate apples? I dislike most types of apples. Really? I don't hate them. I will eat an apple, but if it is not a Granny Smith apple, I will not like it as much as I could. Granny Smith is pretty bomb. You ever have fresh picked apples? Uh, maybe? Bro, we gotta go to an apple orchard this fall. An apple orchid? Yeah. Dude, we can go to an apple orchard, we can take pictures for our Twitter? Oh, it'd be so fun. Huh. <laughs> I still need to send you those dumpster pictures. <laughs> the garbage guy pictures? Is that, what, is that what it said? There was a dumpster. It said garbage guys. Garbage guys. And it was like, hey, that's us. <laughs> we took that three months ago. Was it three months ago? Just about, yeah. It was just a yeah, that little bit. Accurate. I think it might have been early June. <laughs> if not, it was late May. Yeah. I And I still haven't just sent pictures. I also still have to um, edit and put together the microwaving turkey video. <laughs> well, that's a little bit more effort than sending a picture to you. <laughs> that That's true. I'm just saying. It's on our list of to-dos. Maybe now that we're moving to bi-weekly, I can get some of these projects out of the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, Red Delicious Apples, awful. 
they're mush. Red Delicious are pretty fucking boring, to be honest. Yeah. Why you're calling yourself Red Delicious? Yeah, you're red on the outside, but then you're inside. They're not delicious. Your insides are not delicious. You have the worst texture an apple can have. Yeah, Red Delicious is fucking suck. I'm telling you, bro, I'm going to take you to an apple orchard, and we are going to find some delicious tart apples. You're going to love They better it. be Granny Smith. They won't be, and you're going to love them anyway. I, I disagree. You. I promise you. I promise you, Alex, if it's not a Granny Smith that's going into me, then I don't want it. Bro, fresh apples, you're not going to believe it. You can get some tart apples that aren't Granny Smith, and they're good. But are they as crisp and delicious as yes. a Granny Smith? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. No, Granny Smith is the best apple Bro. out of everything. If they if they made apple juice that was Granny Smith, then we're talking. Why but they make they Granny never Smith have... apple juice? I hey. don't know, Alex. Can Wait you... a second. Can you email Welch's and say, hey, can you make a good apple juice for once? You there? <laughs> there was a long silence. I was expecting you to say something. Are you, like, what, tweeting at Welch's right now? No, I was looking for their email. Oh. <laughs> well, we've got a why are you contacting us today text box that is good enough. Why don't you have Granny Smith apple juice? My friend Blaine and I... Best friend. Oh, you're, you're right. Thank you. My best friend Blaine and I think it would be... <laughs> think Granny Smith apples are rad. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Like, what are some other, like, I don't know what, what kind of apples do most companies use? I don't even know. There are so many different types of apples, dude. Uh, yeah, apparently most apple juices are red delicious, gross pieces of shit. Yeah, well, they're still good juices. Uh, Also a Macintosh? Oh, Macintosh is a pretty good apple. Nah. Now, if you want to talk delicious juice, orange juice, Alex, is amazing. The best juice in existence. Because you have so many other uses than just juice. What? What are you using orange juice for? Mixer. That's true. You can do an apple juice mixer just fine. Ew, disgusting. Grape juice mixer? Eh, no. I disagree with that. Actually, I, my reaction wasn't eh. No, that's a hard no for me. Why? Because what are you going to put in it? Vodka? No, I disagree with that. I disagree with that a lot. But no, vodka and orange juice, though, get yourself a screwdriver going? Ooh, now you're talking. You want a fancy brunch? Get yourself a mimosa. Put champagne in your orange juice, Alex. You gonna put champagne in apple juice? No. There's already sparkling apple juice. Or grape juice. Who cares? Or hard cider. Ew. Delicious. Hard ciders are awful. I hate ciders. Why? Ciders are so delicious. They're such a quintessential part of fall. They're not, though. They're so, they're so not. Is it because you hate Ciders cinnamon or because you hate apples? I hate those apples that are used. I don't hate apples. I hate apple juice, except red, oh, uh, I almost said red delicious. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, Granny Smith. Oh, uh, I did throw in at the end of the inquiry that I sent to Welch's. Uh, we love our sweet old Granny Smith. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, while we're, while we're on the topic of orange juice, I, there's something I just want to get out of the way. I've suggested it as a topic three, four times now because I keep on forgetting we've been over it. Uh, and we're just never able to do it because, Blaine, orange juice, pulp, right? Oh, absolutely pulp. Oh, as pulpy as it gets. Get that weird texture in my mouth. 
it's less the texture. I just like to have it's a, it's kind of more flavor, honestly. Because you have the extra bits of the orange itself in your juice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I like the texture, personally. Um, I've never noticed a huge difference in flavor. Oh, you can. You can, If you're looking, you can tell. Yeah, I, I'll have to try them side by side. What are you going to do with apple juice? You're going you're gonna to have pulp in your apple juice? It's just mushy apple yeah, in it, your juice. Listen, I like pulp. Pulp doesn't work in apple juice. I can admit that. What other juices use pulp besides, like, lemonade and things of that nature? Which ones? I mean, I guess any, or most, citrus fruits, right? Lemons, limes, grapefruits. Because they have the, like, same, like, properties. Grapefruits are fucking gross, though. Alex. Those don't count. No one should drink grapefruit juice. No! Grapefruits are delish. Absolutely not. They are too tart and bitter. No, bitter? Yes. How are they bitter? Grapefruits what are you eating the fucking rind? Are you eating the fucking rind, Alex? No, grapefruits are bitter. That bitter is definitely in the flavor profile of a grapefruit. They they are not, Alex. Bro, I am telling you, grapefruits are tart and bitter. They're delicious. You know, wait. Uh, you you said on the show that you eat lemons before, right? <clears throat> Larger than an orange and smaller than a pomelo, the grapefruit is a popular citrus fruit with a thick rind and an assertive sweet, tart, and bitter flavor profile. From theprusseats.com I don't like that <laughs> title. <laughs> oh, the, I missed an S. Thespruceeats.com <laughs> Okay. Thank you. That's infinitely better. <laughs> but yeah, you're a lemon eater, right? Oh, I love lemons. I'm drinking strawberry uh, lemonade right now. When you... Shut up. When you eat the lemon, do you leave... Like, do you cut them in slices and leave, like, the rind on and you just have the slice? Or do you, like, peel it like an... Uh, uh, Jesus. Like an orange? Like, I... take the rind off and just, like, have just the bare... Bare-ass slices? I've always wanted to eat a lemon that way, but sadly I never have. Uh, I've just bit into slices. I've done that for all citrus fruits at some point in my life, and let me tell you, it's so weird seeing it on a lemon and a lime. Oh yeah, I've seen pictures of limes naked. It's (laughs) uncomfortable. It's probably uncomfortable for the lime, too. Oh, no. Blaine, everyone knows limes are dirty little whores. Oh... Bigger, a bigger whore, or a. I don't know how to word that. <laughs> the whore factor is big. The size factor is fairly small. They're limes. No, if you're. Comp- are, is a lime a bigger whore than the green M&M? No, I don't think so. The the green M&M is whorish, is she? I think so. I don't know. She, she's sultry. Is the green M&M a whore? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, this is from October 2016. Why is the green M&M so seductive? (laughs) A look back at the the chocolate's sexiest history. Uh, She's actually not anymore. They desexified the green green M&M. Really? Yeah. Rip. I would let the green M&M do things to me. Who wouldn't? But, first we should probably move on to our would you rather. We got more out of this juice topic than I thought we would, and we <laughs> stayed on topic for most of it. Until I, until I, com- until I compared the whorish factor between a green M&M and a lime. Sometimes you gotta know. This is science we're doing. You're watching <laughs> science happen. You're listening to science happen in real... You're listening to Science Happen recorded in the past. <laughs> um, okay, so would you rather? Um, so we got some options for shitty uh superpowers, Alex. Oh, I love these ones, honestly. So give it to me. I'll give it to you hard and fast. Uh, your hands can glow, but don't produce actual light. So, like, what would that be compared to? 
basically like a glow stick, but you can't see any better. Like, you can't see anything because of it. It just looks like it's glowing. So a glow stick. Cool. Yeah, like a really shitty one. So like a glow stick. Cool. Uh, Every time you eat 59 papayas, you get 2% faster. Faster at what? Is that 59 at once? Like, or just a running total? I assume just a running total. And papayas are fairly large fruits, so that's going to be some effort. Uh, You are able to phase your middle finger through a wall. Uh, You are completely resistant to any bacteria you encounter while in either Lake Superior, Lok of each. I need to look what that is to know if I'm pronouncing that right. The goddamn Scottish. What do you have against the Scottish? They named this Loke of each, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm betting it's in whatever... Is Scottish the language? I think it's Scottish. Because Loke sounds a lot like lake, but not in English. Or is it Loch? It could be Loch, like you know, the you, Loch Ness you know, the monster. Loch- exactly! Because Lake Loch Ness is also in Scotland. Yeah, I'm betting it's Loch, and I'm betting that's Scottish for lake. I don't know about the Avit. I'm betting it's a pretty big lake, though. Uh-oh. I'm looking up how to pronounce Loch. Loch. Uh, yeah, this Scottish guy is saying it pisses him off that people say lock. It's loch. Loch. Loch Ness Loch. Loch Ness. Loch. Loch of each. Loch of each. Or, or Lake Victoria. So you're completely resistant to any bacteria in Lake Superior. Loch of each or Lake Victoria. Um, Okay. Uh, your head can grow or shrink by 0.25% every time you want it to. Uh, you can use telekinesis, but only on rotten beans. Why rotten beans? Because regular beans would be too powerful. You know how many goddamn beans there are in the world? That's true, but... I don't know if I've ever encountered beans that were rotten. Fermented soybeans, though. Oh, okay. Nato, natto, natto. I think it's natto. That's what fermented soybeans are. It looks like beans covered in cum. Well, that's exciting. And that's not just me wanting to say cum because I think it's funny. They, I'm not kidding. He did want to because he thinks it's funny though. Well, that too. But look at that, Alex. Yeah, them some cummy beans. Um, I don't know what to do with this information, honestly. Keep it away. Just uh, just put it in my special place. Uh, so, yeah, Alex, out of all the... Do you even remember what any of the options were? I do <laughs> actually I remember. I barely do, and I read them. Middle finger is my pick. Stick your middle finger through the wall. I'm a, I'm a Snoopy motherfucker. I like to know things. So a way to stick just... It's not much, but I could find uses for sticking my finger through the wall... A, to flip people off because it would be very funny, and B, to just, you know, feel around, see what's in there. See if I can figure anything out. Hmm, yep, that's a support beam. Yep, that's another support beam. Or, like, you know, wow. there's a filing cabinet. Electrical, electrical oh, wires. I wonder if this cabinet has any files in it. Stick my finger through the wall. Oh, yeah, there's some files in here. Or Nah, this is an empty cabinet, these idiots. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that a cabinet is not a wall. A cabinet has walls. It has a wall, but but is it a, a wall? Well, no, but it has a wall that you could stick your finger exactly, through. Exactly, Alex. I'm saying that doesn't count. It absolutely does. That's like saying that you can't stick your finger through a wall inside, because that's a house, not a wall. No, that's a wall, Alex. And the cabinet has walls. The walls of the cabinet. The, uh, uh, no. 
any flat up and down surface is a wall if you really think about it, Blaine. So you can stick your finger through anything then? No. Like literally everything. Yeah, literally everything if you're going to word it like that. <laughs> okay, but a filing cabinet has walls. I couldn't stick it through the front because those are drawers. But I could stick it through the back of the sides. Alright, a dictionary says that a wall is defined as a continuous vertical brick or stone structure that encloses or divides an area of land. Bro, that means the walls inside my apartment aren't walls because they're plaster or whatever. Or drywall, whatever the fuck that's made out of. (laughs) Which I think might be plaster, I don't know. Wall, a structural element used to divide or enclose and, in building construction, to form the periphery of a room or a building. A filing cabinet encloses. And it divides! (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I'm great. Uh, yeah, no, I disagree with your pick. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun to... But, Alex, a wall is much thicker than your finger. Like, there is... Not always, but there is more than just wall and nothing else. There is often many other things behind the wall that will prevent you from reaching your finger through to reach the other side to flip someone off. I've done contractor work. I know what's behind a wall. All walls? Some of them, at least. You're gonna be able to walk into a house and think, that wall I can stick my finger through. I mean, there's only one way to find out. (laughs) Uh, The best answer here for me is your hands can glow. I mean, who cares if if they don't produce light? Imagine you're in the darkness... And then your hands just start glowing. Like, it's worthless, but it's cool. It's the coolest thing out of all of these. I won't lie, that is kind of cool, but it has no use. I will use my middle finger. Oh, I would get a lot of use. I'd be flipping Imagine... people off left and right. <laughs> Imagine, you can do that without sticking your finger through a wall. Yeah, but now I can do it and they can see that they're being flipped off, but they don't know who can stick their finger through walls. I just have to be careful not to get caught doing it by anybody. Alex, how do they how do they know it's a middle finger? How do they know they're being flipped off? Oh, they'll know. <laughs> they'll see it and then like, oh, that's a middle finger. I uh I did just realize the flaw with my plan there though. Uh, which is that sometimes I paint my nails, and so they would probably be able to track down who it was, <laughs> whose middle finger that was. I mean, imagine... No, that's a door. That doesn't count. I was going to say, imagine someone's in the bathroom and is taking a really long time, so you stick your finger through to give them the to flip them off, like, to say you're taking too long. But no, that's a door, so that's not going to work. But if you go into the stall next to them... That I will count as a wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wall. The stall wall. The the stall. You combine stall with a wall. Stall. (laughs) No, that's bad. See, like, Alex, imagine you're at, like, a rave or just, like, in a club or something. You know, the lights are down. You have, you know, just, like, the mood lighting type, you know, the dance light, whatever. Who cares? I don't know what I'm saying. But you just turn on your hands, and they glow. You're just an accessory to the rest of the fun. Okay, that is pretty fucking sick, but that is a super specific use case scenario. I mean, if you're in any club, then it'll work. Sure, but... I mean, no other club... No other club... Club? Is a glow stick hand gonna, gonna hit quite like a rave? You know what I mean? Yes, and, um, yeah, on, like, some of these other ones, that's too many papayas to eat to That's too many papayas to eat. Admittedly, your speed would grow exponentially, because every time, uh, you'd have more speed to 20%, or 2% increase, but that would just take so long, it'd suck. What kind of speed? Am I always stuck at that speed now? Eh, too many questions. Yeah, is that 59 full 
sized papayas? Like, do you have to eat the entire papaya? I assume it says, I assume it counts like minus the rind and seeds. Yeah, I'd have but... to assume like the edible, the uh, generally considered portion that you eat. That was a terrible way to put that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and then, yeah, the completely resistant to bacteria in the lakes, or the lochs. Loch. There's, I mean, I assume there's just too few people around those lakes to even consider it. Like, if you lived right next to Lake Superior, then I could understand it. But it's too obscure for, like, 99% of the entire population. Yeah, the amount of times I'm ever going to go to Lake Superior anyway, I'll just chance it. And I'll probably be good. And uh, shrinking or growing your head by 0.25%, that's too little of a change. That's too little of a change for me. And why? I don't know. If it if you could grow or shrink your head by more than 0.25%, then I could understand it. Kind I of. mean, you could do some funny jokes with it. Yeah, like, you know, when you like blow on your thumb and pretend you're a balloon, but oh, you could actually be blowing up your head. That would be awesome, actually. <laughs> but that's like one of the only things I can think of. Or if you want to be one of those little like shrunken head figures, or you know, like the voodoo thing uh, oh you know, yeah the yeah yeah heads yeah maybe pull off some gag with that but that's all i got and then i can understand the telekinesis with the rotten beans like you just hoard a lot of beans and let them rot and then boom telekinesis powers you have a bean army yeah you can then fling rotten beans at people <laughs> i blaine i think i've changed my mind actually i never considered <laughs> that i could hoard beans until they rot I didn't either until I just said it. I could start a farm and then grow the beans that I used to defend my farm on the farm. I mean, you do have a lot of bean options, too. I mean, I'm going to count green. I'm going to count green beans and like garbanzo beans. Garbanzo. And and, uh, other stuff like that. So you have your little like plants versus zombies type situation. But the plants are the zombies. Oh, my God. Because they're so much fun. All right, we are running pretty long at this point, so I think we should probably get going to the tent. Yeah, okay. Okay. Howdy, Alex. Howdy. Welcome back to the tent. It's been a while. It has. I'm still liking the look of this brand new tent. Oh, yeah. I forgot I remodeled. You did. You got rid of the piss smell. Um, I'm still working on getting that back. <laughs> I was going to replace... Uh, uh, I'm going to not even attempt to continue that sentence anymore. Blaine and I are a bit out of practice, so we got mush mouth. Whoops. <laughs> um... But yeah, Alex, we did something pretty neat over the weekend, huh? We sure did. So if you're not familiar with Alex and my hobby, niche hobby, I would say, uh, we enjoy going to haunted locations and ghost hunting. For the record, I do not believe in ghosts, but I sure do love a spooky place and walking around at night. Yeah, I'm pretty skeptical myself. But, I mean, yeah, the history of the places we go to, the just the atmosphere, like, all that other stuff. I just love it. I mean, and if I do find evidence of ghosts and shit, then perfect. You should follow Lemon Shark Paranormal on Twitter, where we post all of our little ghost adventures, not affiliated with the TV show. Yeah, Lemon Shark Paranormal is our name because it's a little bit of an inside joke. One of our other haunted places we've been to, it was a school. Uh, We found a little figure of a lemon shark, so we were like, that's our name. And this school people had written their paranormal activity groups all over the whiteboard, so we were like, well, we need one. And we had been joking about this lemon shark for a while. 
Bada bing, bada boom, Lemon Shark Paranormal. I'm gonna make, or I'm not, I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna pay someone else to make a logo. <laughs> oh, you were doing so good. I watched you paint that whole thing, Blaine. Yeah, I'm not gonna continue with it. <laughs> I would rather pay someone who knows what they're doing and can like be creative instead of just copying it and changing one aspect of it. That makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, uh, back to this haunted location. Yeah. What did we? Wh- where did we go? Uh, it is called Edinburgh Manor. Spooky. It is in Monticello, Iowa. And, yeah, it was a poor farm back in the late 1800s. And I don't remember when that stopped being a poor farm. Early 1900s. Uh, but, um, I think before 1910. Almost definitely before 1920. It was pretty early 1900s. And then it turned into a... Was it an asylum next I don't remember the Yeah, yeah, it was thing. sanatorium asylum, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. A new building. They tore down the original building and then built the structure that is there now. So yeah, it was a asylum until I guess until it shut down, right? Yeah, 2010. Yeah, it was shut down and basically abandoned in 2010. And they have, like, all of their stuff left over there. Like, there's clothes in the basement, like, laundry area. There's books, typewriters, computers, slippers from the residents. Like, there's a lot of stuff left over. And it's just eerie to see all that just stuff left. Uh, But, yeah, so you basically show up at the time that you say you're going to show up. The person in charge takes you around uh the manor pointing out some like hot spots some you know just telling stories about some of the residents that were there some, some of the things that happened it was a pretty neat little tour honestly yeah it was a very nifty tour our tour guide was really nice he told us you know some of the cool like paranormal things to do and where to do them at and yeah after the tour is over he he basically leaves and you're there on your own until the next morning. The electricity barely works. Like, the lights turn on, but they don't turn on. They're all, like, blown yep. bulbs that'll just glow around the corners. They're the old, uh... Oh, whatever the big long ones are, you know? The fluorescent? Yes, they're fluorescent. Uh, yeah, I don't like turning on any of the lights. Like, the two lights that I've ever used are the one in, like, the main area where, you know, you can set all your stuff and yeah there's light in there and then the back exit which leads to like a guest house and slash like you know your bathroom is down the stairs and next to a door so those are pretty much the only two lights that work in the entire place and the entire two-story two-winged side place it's definitely not small but it's not the biggest place either like you can easily find your way around Oh, yeah, it's a few hallways on two levels. Three levels. There's a basement. A spooky basement. I would say that's still two levels. I wouldn't count it as three. We walked around for a little while uh, doing some of our ghost hunting equipment stuff. And after a while, we just like hung out for a little while, waited for it to get darker. And then we just like, yeah, went to the basement, went upstairs. Uh, One of the things that we did, uh, we had those mag lights, you know, the twisty turn on flashlights. I put those in the two ends of the second floor hallway, set them up like on a table or a radiator, whatever. And we just started talking, asking them to turn on the flashlights and after a little while, one of them did start turning on and off. It did. It was kind of spooky. Like, we tried our best to, like, determine, like, what could have done this. Like, w- what's twisting the light to turn it on and turn it back off. I I got nothing. Alex? Any ideas? I mean, electricity and conductivity are a complicated thing. And batteries? Yeah, I mean... Because with those mag lights, you twist it, right? You twisted it to almost the on position, if I recall. 
and then that twisting creates just you know screws it in a little bit to create the connection with the batteries and so you might have just had it in a sort of in-between spot where it would arc on sometimes i don't know anything about electricity but it's a complicated beast but it stayed consistently on for a while before shutting itself off sure i don't know electricity is weird especially because it was the same flashlight even when we switched the flashlights around yeah, we moved them from one side to the other. So, I mean, I don't know what it is. Do I say it's paranormal? Probably not. But it's still super neat. It was a lot of fun. Uh, And then another thing, our other friend that was with us, she took a picture from outside looking at one of the windows. And we're pretty sure we can see a little boy's face. He looks partially, like, transparent, too. Like, there's a curtain hanging down. And it looks like you can see the boy, like, through the uh, curtain. But you can also see the rest of his head, like, where the curtain isn't. I don't know. I'll have to take another look at it, like, on a desk desktop to actually, like, study it. Uh, And, yeah, there's just a couple other, like, small things that happened. It's a lot of fun. I always love doing it. Lots of weird clunking around, but it was a poorly maintained structure from the early 1900s, so, you know. Yeah, I, like, it's always, like, spooky bumps and cracks and just noises. But, like, some of, the, in all the places I've been to, like, I, nothing's ever, like, happened there, but I always just get just an odd, just eerie feeling. Like, hair standing up on the back of my neck, but nothing ever, like, happens, really. Yeah, that's what happens when you go into a spooky place and turn all the lights off and try and scare yourself. <laughs> like, I, in that school that I, talked to, that I talked about earlier, like, that's the only place I've been to that didn't give me the creeps. Out of all the places, like, all the other places we've been to. We've been to Villisca Axe Murder House in Villisca, Iowa. Uh, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. Other places that I don't remember. Like, all those places, I've had, like, an eerie, like, weird feeling just when I was there. But the school, I didn't feel anything. Honestly, Edinburgh was kind of like that for me. It wasn't that spooky to me after we had been there for a bit. Uh, I still didn't like... Going out in the middle of the foggy night, that was creepy when I was out alone, but it was also fucking cold out, and that sucked. I mean, I still get a little spooked out about about it, but I love it. You Aren't you the one that refused to use, a, or refused to not have a flashlight with you? When? That was our friend. I'm pretty sure you always wanted a flashlight on with you, too. Nah, I would have been fine with walking out in the dark for a little bit. Well, what about that time we went to that cemetery and you refused to turn your flashlight Bro, off? Bro, that was different the last time I was there. Something growled. Oh, it was different. I did go up that hill without a flashlight on, and then something growled at me. So I decided not to the next time. You should have turned your flashlight off. We could have heard it. I could have heard it that time. Yeah, but maybe it would have eaten us. You never know. So? Alex, I've been walking alone at night before and i was walking next to like this little forested part and i heard big crunching and other shit that didn't sound like a deer like it was big and loud like crunching like branches snapping it sounded like a bigfoot <laughs> as dumb as that sounds but i mean i still walk right by there without a flashlight sure i do night walking all the time but I'm just saying that it was a specific spooky cemetery out in the middle of nowhere. I got growled at last time. I don't know what to tell you. You sure it wasn't a dog? It might have been a cat. It a sounded cat-like. Cat growling? Yeah, have you ever heard a cat growl? Oh, one of those growls. Oh. Yeah, it's very distinct. It sounded kind of like a cat. But it sounded maybe bigger than like a farm cat? I don't know. Is Is that a growl? Is that a growl? It's the closest approximation I can think of. 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Edinburgh Manor, ten out of ten in my opinion. It was pretty fucking cool. There were a lot of tiles in the basement that I can only assume had asbestos in them. Mmm, delicious. Uh, all right, Alex. Uh, this next topic, I think this is the topic we <laughs> said we were gonna do, right? Uh, uh, let's see. Spooky. On the topic of spooky. Yeah. Hey, that's a good segue. <laughs> good on us. Uh, the internet craze of telling spooky stories, known as creepy pastas. Where did that name even come from? It's kind of dumb. Copy pasta, but they're supposed to be spooky. What's a copy pasta? Like I've heard it used for copy paste before, but uh, creepy pasta is a portmanteau. A combining of two words. A portmanteau of the words creepy and copypasta. The term was coined on 4chan. I mean, yeah, that's appropriate. So, yeah, told ya. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with creepypastas, those at home, uh, Slenderman, for example, is a creepypasta. That's probably the most known creepypasta if you're a zelda fan you've probably heard of ben drowned that was a creepypasta uh jeff the killer is a popular one but yeah so alex what's your favorite creepypasta ansari's goat man tell us about it oh man it's great so this group of teens going camping um it's a pretty big group, and most of them don't know most of the others very well. You know, they all know a few people. It's like a group of cousins or something. And uh, they hear a story about some weird thing called a goat man. It's super spooky. And it, like, can shapeshift. And so then, eventually, you know, they're sitting around, they're eating or whatever, and they realize there's one more person there than they're supposed to be. It's just super spooky. It builds suspense pretty good. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good story. It's very spooky. It's been a while since I read it. I don't remember exactly how it ends. I think most of them get away from the goat man, if not all. Yeah, that's a very long story. I, I looked it up. Oh, yeah, it's fairly long. My favorite is very different from yours. Uh, I've been sort of obsessed with this recently. And, I don't know, just the possibility of it like compared to yours mine is extremely short uh it is the back rooms and the original post is just one paragraph and also one other sentence if you're not careful and you no clip out of reality in the wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms, where it's nothing but the stink of old moist carpet, the madness of mono yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum hum buzz, and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby, because it sure as hell has heard you. And that's it. That's all the story you get originally i do love how that gives a lot of like creep factor leaves a lot up to the imagination exactly it's the imagination factor that you know your mind can just run wild and just go go crazy with the possibilities Goatman has that a little bit though he could be anyone he could be anywhere see i i was thinking about the back rooms when we were in uh edinburgh because in that main like you know area where we were just sitting there hanging out there, that did have that same like buzz. Oh yeah! Can you imagine if you were walking through one of those hallways and you go to take a turn and suddenly you're just in a different hallway than you expected? <laughs> yeah. Um. At this point, honestly, there has been way too much, just like random people creating lore for the back rooms, and it's kind of gotten a little muddy. Oh, that's bound to happen when the internet sees anything interesting. Is they find that horse and then they beat it to death. Yeah. And they keep on beating. Like some of the, you know, expanded things are, are pretty cool. Neat. But, yeah. Probably the best thing that has been done in, like, about the backrooms. There's a YouTube channel 
called Kane Pixels on YouTube, and he made a video of like a found footage type film, and he put like he it takes place in the back rooms, and it's so well done, and like he's since then like expanded on it and has made other videos. I take his lore behind, you know, everything with the most, like, definite whatever. Because, yeah, all of it's just so well done. It's it's great. And that's part of the reason I'm sort of obsessed. <laughs> Those were pretty good videos. You did show them to me. But I still gotta go with Goatman. Just the shape-shifting thing, the ability to blend into your group, I hate that. That gets under my skin. I don't like it. I think I meant that makes my skin crawl. Getting under your skin makes you mad, not spooked. Yeah. One one other thing, before, you know, people ruined the backrooms with their own, like, lore and ideas, it doesn't say what is also in there with you. It just says if you hear something wandering around. So it's not quite the same as, like, the goat man just being a, just another, like, monster type creepypasta i think it's just a bit cliched know what i mean kinda i just like spooky things that can blend in that's crazy scares the shit out of me a bunch of rooms that's just the office i work there every day and it does fucking suck but it it smells musty and there is a hum of fluorescent light everywhere yeah that's the office all right plus there's just something that may be lurking there with you but you don't know what it is or where it is oh yeah what it yeah, is. yeah that's upper management and hr i don't, I don't know anything about them <laughs> i just try and avoid them at all costs like mine's definitely not cliched compared to yours it's unique for sure and that's like part of the reason why i like it well i guess you're just a unique little fella i am i think that's probably about it for this episode i think so it seems like uh we're running out we had a pretty good episode i've really enjoyed recording this one here with you blaine and uh, oh yeah this one was great love to have you here with us great wonderful wit listener please do send us an email at paltry squabbles at gmail.com add us on twitter follow us on twitter at paltry squabbles follow us on lemon shark paranormal yes also follow at lemon shark paranormal on Twitter. It's a fantastic Twitter. I make so many shitty ghost jokes on it. They make me laugh and they're so bad. I love it. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> if you enjoyed the episode, give us a like and a follow on whatever podcatcher you're using, as long as they have that sort of thing. And as always, you'll always have us. I love you. <laughs>